Mike Senior, Pastor Pat Rankin, coming to you live in person from the studios of our Westport campus at Bible Travel. How are y'all doing, Mike? How are you doing today? Doing great. Another beautiful day here, and uh, just get out and enjoy it, right? Hey, you know what I was thinking on the. Uh, uh, I put on my Bass Pro Shop shirt today, and they got, I don't know if you guys know this, but if you go to Bass Pro Shop, uh, especially one out in St. Charles, right when you walk in the door, they got like four, five, six colors of these shirts. I think these are like only like $6 or $9 or something. I think I'm going to go out. I got some uh, points. Yeah. So I'm thinking about going out there and getting some. I love these shirts. Yeah, they're, they're nice. And, they're thin. And they're, yeah, and they're colorful. So they got a white one. Nice. They got a white one. They got a red one. Uh, they got this blue one, and they got a gray one for sure. Um, but anyways, um, not that I'm selling anything for Bass Pro Shop, but man, I love <laughs> it. And they they got a uh, they got a bunch of super cool clothes for summer. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if you guys use your where you guys use all your Bass Pro Shop or. Uh, Cabela points, but man, that's a good place uh, to go. You know, I usually get. Did you see the hay dudes I got on this morning? Yeah. I got. I got to show everybody my hay dudes. I got these. I think I got these there too. Do, 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 do. So there you go. So you don't have to tie them, do you? No, these are uh, and they're super light, and I never thought I'd like them because uh, I just wasn't kind of my style to wear that. But man, I'm gonna tell you what, you get on. Uh, um, you put these on, you know, on the days you're not wearing your boots, or they're, they're just kind of fun to wear. But anyways, there you go. There's my clothing update for this morning. Um, Linda Harden's on the show. Michael Tucker's on the whole show. Roxanne Galati says, Pastor Pat, awesomeness on the push-ups. So yesterday I was at the park. I did 60. Yeah. Um, and I'll tell you about that in just a second. Becca Law's on the show. Gary Harden's on the show. Beto O'Brien's on the show. Kelly Stanford's on the show, and Mandy Schulte's on the show. Uh, it's a lot of people on the show. And I did get to see uh, Bruce Hunt's uh, 50. He's he's catching up with us on the uh, push-up challenge. I'm sure Z and Carmella are going to pop theirs out here pretty soon. So I got to tell you, I did cheat a little bit. I did, um, I did my push-ups, if you look on the, on the video... I have a little bit of an incline, you know, to me. Mm. So I get, you know, instead of being like this, I'm actually about like this. So I got a little bit of a favor. Um, I set my phone there and um, did all that. So I just, it's fun to do, you know. Mm -hmm. So praise God, Kelly Burns, I'm still on 50. Praise God. So hopefully you guys are all still doing your push-up challenge. I don't know how you do them. If you do them against the wall or you have to do ladies push-ups or whatever, but I've never done that many push-ups ever for sure because, like I told you, all my weightlifting career, all I did was ever weightlift. I never even did chin-ups, so I'm doing chin-ups now. So my new thing now is calisthenics, stretching, a little bit of stretching, and uh, push-ups and chin-ups, trying to do just something new, just mm -hmm. kind of crazy. Um but I, I like doing that. I, was at, I told you guys I was at the park yesterday, and I love it, man. Hopefully you guys got a park where you guys can go work out and, and catch your workouts. Uh, and, and it's not going to get any cooler, so just go out and do it. 
right there. You got one of the best parks, it is Mike. Nice. It is amazing. Yeah, they really. Uh, they did a nice job. They keep I think up. these cities are doing a nice job at keeping up on these nice little workout areas. Yeah, they so, get all that money now. Yeah. So you guys uh, need a place to work out in the summer, man. The city parks are your local parks are mm -hmm. a great place to uh, to do that and be outside. I love uh, I love doing anything outdoors, stretching out in the grass, push-ups in the grass, walking around barefooted in the grass. Love it. How about you? What's uh, going on in your world today? Well, uh, just uh, getting ready to start overcoming our hair and, uh, and uh, just a great day. You can't get any better, I don't believe, but it does. Yeah. Uh, Roxanne Glenn, I'm going to tell, she says, my body doesn't let me go past 20. So let, let me tell you this about this. I want to explain this real quick to help people. Um, and I'm, I'm with you on that, Roxanne. I, I, I had so many different body parts that hurt so bad yeah. and, and never trained to push up or anything. But you can manipulate, you know, some push ups different ways by moving your hands in different places. Uh, you know, maybe doing not so deep sometimes, mm. and and that'll get you over the hump. Let's say you're stuck at 10 or you're stuck at 20. If you can take a break before you come back to the next week, and and really like say Roxanne's focusing on 21. If you could really cut a couple of them a little shy, it'll help you get past that 20 point. You'll have enough juice to get mm. get to the 21. Um, and uh, that is a way of breaking uh, we, in, in weightlifting. We call them plateaus. So there's a lot of ways you can kind of manipulate. And what you need to do is not only shocking your body, but changing the, the mindset where, you know, hey, I can only walk this far. Hey, I can only do this. And you, you know that yourself. Mm -hmm. I, I was thinking about you uh, last night when we were, I don't know, we were talking about softball maybe or something. And I remember when you, when your feet or your knee, whatever, was bothering you. And you, mm -hmm. by the time you walked back to the ballpark, you'd have to sit down on the bench. But through the years of you just continuing on, mm -hmm. you've, you've built up a tolerance not only for breathing, but for knees and feet and, and, and all that kind of stuff. So uh, I want to encourage you guys just to, you know, try to stretch it out a little bit. And, and maybe different times, and I told you I'm doing the, uh, the cold shower, cold plunge mm -hmm. type thing, and I love that. Uh, I can't wait to get my tub. I need to go out and get me a trough and start doing some ice plunges. But uh, I just like doing all that. So hopefully it's interesting to you. I know it's interesting it to me. Yeah. I, um, let's see. Please pray for Arrow, my grandson's half-sister. She is 11 years old, fighting lymphoma cancer. Mm. Let's do that, Mike. Kick us off with some prayer, and then we'll uh, get going. Dear Heavenly Father, it's so great to be able to sit here this morning and praise you and give you the glory and thank you for all your answered prayers and comfort and strength you've given everyone. Mm -hmm. As we continue this day, we just want to get to know we love you and we respect you and we want everything. And I want you to show us the way to go and handle our day and be in kind. We just love you in Jesus' precious name. We ask for healing and grace and protection. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Gary. Um, all right. So let's see. Um, I need to get out the bulletin. So tell us how you guys are doing. What do you guys do? Mike Skabinski said tap water. 
uh, from your farm is probably cold enough punch. Yes. So Mike, Mike brings up a good point. We were talking about that the other day, so I'll just tell you. Like the other day, Mike, uh, when I was showering, I just left it on cold. And I asked my dad, I said, what do you think that temperature is? And I think that temperature was, he said it was like, you know, probably like 50-ish. Because our water comes from 600, uh, 600 feet. So, um, anyway, so Mike, hopefully you're getting healthier. I know he's he's dealing with some things there. And... Uh, Vet O'Brien needs prayers for a friend who's battling cancer, and, and uh, we'll pray for that. You know my dad is also battling that right now as we speak. We're waiting for a reply for, a, let's see, repri- reply for somebody to give us the thumbs up from the insurance company so we can get an infusion. We're waiting on that. Uh, all right. Is this only available? Does anybody know, is this only available on Facebook? My dad's trying to watch this morning. So, uh, you got sent right next to him in the Bible study. Yes, yes. He's, so he just walked right in there. He did and walked right out. I mean, that's... yeah. My dad. So my dad walked into the Bible study. It kind of scared me. I'll be honest with you. He had socks on. Yeah. And I have hardwood floors, and uh, uh, it kind of scared me. He walked right into the Bible study room. I enjoyed him being at the Bible study, and then walked back to the chair. Vicky helped him a little bit, but boy, I wish. Uh, he put his tennis shoes on before he does that. But anyways, hi, Terry Burek. Uh, they do have, I'll, I'll say this, Terry and Greg Burek have about some of the best sauce you can use. Oh, yeah, you always talking about I, that. I just love it. It is awesome. It is not. He's going to use my phone. All right. So welcome to the show, Dad. Mike Rankin's on the show, so you, most of you guys got to see him last mm-hmm. night. He was pumped up, showered up, ready to roll. That was a good Bible study, yeah. Very good Bible study. And uh, I'm trying to think of what I titled it. I think it was, I think it was, uh, let's see, I got it right here. Well, here it is. Manhood, celebrating God's design. So Dennis Schreiber saying hello to you this morning. Good morning, everyone. Watching from Benton, Missouri, asking for prayers for my mom. She is on hospice at Delmar Gardens. All right, we'll pray for her. Um, Kelly Burns says hi to Dad. Dad, hello to you. Bum, 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 bum. Let me look through everything. Paul Hall's there. Good morning to you. He's probably watching from Warrington, Missouri. Um, yep. Send in your prayer requests, guys. We're ready to rock on that. We'll get the show going. I'm just kind of babbling on. i got a lot to talk about today. I'm just excited, man. I just had a great day yesterday. Uh, feel a little more rested. Share the show. Share the show with somebody. Share the show with uh, a friend. Uh, let me put on my spectacles and tell you what's going on. Guys, you know what's in closing on us? VBS. My wife says she has one song done. That means she has a dance to one song, and I think she's got to figure out three more. So if you've never been to BBS, it is the bomb <coughs> diggity. Youth camp. Uh, grab an envelope, support a kid. Go on to youth camp. Uh, Pastor Aaron and Pastor Mark are starting, excuse me, church on Sundays at Moscow. So that's awesome. I heard their first service out there was very good. 
VBS is July 17th through 21st. And then Deb Brenneman starts a girls' Bible study June the 21st, uh, which is quick. It's starting, uh, it's a six-week class. Can I tell you something about Deb Brenneman? She probably mm. won't mind me telling you this. She is one pound and a half away from losing 100 pounds. Wow, that's amazing, isn't it? I applaud that. Boom, 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 boom. Caitlin Skirma said, please pray for both of my babies. They are both sick, and Teddy is fighting off a fever. Let's pray for that. Lord, we just want to pray for... Uh, uh, for Teddy and pray for Marlo and uh, the rest of the Scrimma family. Just pray for healing for them and uh, just pray for your sweet release of your Holy Spirit, Lord, for them little babies in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And also, Lord, I want to lift up my brother Gary Harden for his right leg, still having trouble. Um, put weight on and walk in. Lord, pray for that too, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. Um, bum, 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 bum. um, did I miss anything else? All right. I haven't had enough coffee. Thank God Mike Sr. bought me in a uh, cup of coffee from White Castle. What are you guys drinking this morning? What is it that you guys, what type of coffee do you enjoy? J.D. Brock! He is from in Morocco. J.D. Brock is the is the wonderful traveler. Him he and, is. Uh, him and uh, Chris, is it Christina? Christine. Yeah. Or Chris, they call her Chrissy or Christina. I can never remember, but uh, Christina, good morning to you as well. Uh, and my dad once again as well, Dennis Shriver, we're praying for your mom in the name of Jesus on hospice in Delmar Gardens. And praise God, she's at a great nursing home. That's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Vet O'Brien, I see he's watching on Vicky's phone. Bum, 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 bum. Let's see. La, 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 la. Mike Skopinski, hopefully you're doing well. Uh, Roxanne Galati, let's see. I'm going to put a wrist brace on. It keeps popping. All right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All right. Let's go through our prayer list. Black Sun. So you're drinking black silk. So black silk is Folgers, I think. I think it is. Yeah, black silk. Vet uh, O'Brien said water. Yeah, I had a glass of water this morning when I took all my vitamins. Uh, but I usually, I usually try to get a couple, two, three, four cups of coffee in before uh, we get going. So let me have a drink, and then we'll get into our prayer request. Connie Goway's on the show. Good morning to Connie and her family as well. All right, let's see who's on our prayer list, Mike. Um, Let's see, bear with me, guys. I got a lot of notes here. All right, I didn't want to throw any away. I probably should throw some of them away. We're praying for Bill Jeffries. Bill, how you doing out there today? I heard he's having injections in his back or his neck? In his back. Uh, and thank you for your service. Uh, our friend Angela Madalone. Let's see uh, how the Madalones are doing out there. Mike, if you're watching the show today, let us know how your wife's doing. Uh, I want to say hi to uh, your mother-in-law, father-in-law out there. The Mike Berger family. Uh, Lynn and Kippy Harris needs some prayer. Stephanie Fink, who lost her mom. Terry Phillips, 
We lost the mother-in-law. Uh, Donna Weiss needs prayer. Bubba Baker uh, with a procedure. Mark Crane with a procedure. Lee Preston uh, with a couple different issues there. They're waiting uh, for some results for Lee Preston. Carmella and uh, Z and your family, we got you in prayer, buddy. We're praying. Uh, Vet O'Brien's praying for her grandbabies. Uh, and Kimberly was there last night praying for her with Kathy Heskett and Christopher Brianna with her loss. Um, and uh, Laura Bollinger, Steve White, if you're watching the show. Nicole wants to pray for her dad and daughter. Um, we're praying for your great-grandson, Mike, Caden Turbrog, Aiden, uh, Patty and her job. Uh, and my sister-in-law, Patty, and her job. Uh, Keelan for the things she's got coming up. Uh, praying for Corey and Tom. There's a situation there. Praying for that. Um, and Jim uh, wants to pray for his children. So, Mike, take those prayers away and lift them up to the Lord, sir. Dear Heavenly Father, just thank you so much for allowing us to be here this morning. We're so grateful and thankful for everything you do and show us what to do in, uh, in our lives. We ask that you continue to heal everyone out there with their cancer, their sicknesses, their health, their bondages, their drinking, or alcohol, or drugs. We ask you to continue to just bless us and give us that mercy and uh, that we don't rightly deserve, but boy, it sure is nice to have it. We just love you so much, and we ask, want to thank you for all your praise reports. I mean, yeah, thank you. I mean, there's so many people out there who just, uh, hey, it's just getting better, but life's better. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Amen, and also uh, want to lift up to you, Father oh. God, uh, Stacy Cottrell, uh, and oh, thank yeah. you for... Uh, Brad, you being so faithful in your service along with your wife and your ministries and hopefully she's healing quickly and swiftly, I think, and don't quote me, I think she broke her hip uh, and she, she's she been operated on and I think she's at home, but don't quote me on that either. But we need to keep them in prayer. Um, bum, 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 bum. Let's see. Okay, I could get rid of some things there. So let's take a look, see what Felicia's got. Felicia says... Pray for the churches conforming to the world and misleading so many people. Specifically, on my heart, it's a church offering wizarding school for VBS. Oh, Lord Jesus, what kind of mess is that? Uh, yeah, we need to stand against that and stand uh, in the name of Jesus to anything uh, that would come up there. Um, all right. Hey, I want to tell you something. I think our last game of the year is um, Friday. Really? And I can't believe that's already... Where are we at? We're in June something. Yeah. June... Uh, what is it? 7th or 8th or something? I think it's... 8th? 7th? Uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> June 7th. All right. Yeah, because me and my wife... I have know. a hard time knowing what day it is, let alone the day. Yeah. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> if you're not doing anything Friday night, which it ought to be beautiful weather, yes. come on down and support the uh, softball program here at Have Bible Chat. If you haven't been to a game, awesome. Yes, they uh, are. We did great last week and won both games. 
So maybe if we win a couple games, maybe we'll be in the running for playoffs. That'd be a nice Sunday. Yeah, that'd be nice. And uh, come on out if you've never been out to a softball game. It's a great time for family and the fellowship. Uh, let's see, what are we going to next? Uh, I guess we're going to talk about celebrating God's design. Now, when I say celebrating God's design and I say manhood, it's not just celebrating men, which it is because we're in the month of Father's Day, but it's celebrating, quote-unquote, mankind and God's design for mankind. Uh, and had a lot of great testimonies last night, and I'm not going to give them away because I think some of them are going to go into our two-minute testimony. Wow, that'd be nice. I think so. Uh, a couple of our friends that were there uh, last night are going to put it in a two-minute testimony. You guys would just be blown away by a couple of our new friends uh, in, in some of their things that God has uh, helped them out in life with. Just awesome. Yeah. Crazy, wonderful, great stuff. So... Anything you'd like to talk about before we dive into our Psalm 49? Oh, just like the praise and give all glory to Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. I know what I was going to ask you. What are you doing for Father's Day? You know what? Uh, Probably going to be at the house, have Michael come by, and then there are the girls. I think that's what I'm not sure. Yeah, so what are you guys doing for Father's Day? Do tell. Tell us what you're doing with... um, your dad or your husband or whatever that is, that's kind of what we're celebrating. And don't you like the stage set up? Yeah. Uh, Elizabeth and Randy, the barber, set it up with, uh, you know, some chopping wood and some lanterns and some guy stuff and mm-hmm. celebrating masculinity and celebrating just uh, God's design. I'm so excited about that. Just It is. It is very exciting. So... Uh, I'm trying to think of what I'm doing. I don't really know what I'm doing. Are we going to start with uh, Psalm? All right, so we're going to start with Psalm 49, verses 1 through 20. Um, And I'll tell you what we're going to do, Mike, and we'll go back and study in it, but let me pull this up for you. I want you to read, if you would, out of, um, stay with me, out of, NLT. Okay. Because I think it's just kind of a neat, it's going to be a neat read. Um, Psalm 49, stay with me guys, I know I'm, I got so many things going on in my, in my mind, I'm trying to. All right, let Mike read you this out of uh, Psalm 49, he's going to ver- read verses 1 through 20. Yes, um, and And when he reads it, I want you to just I want you to be thinking about um, some of the uh, the points in here. There's going to be two. There's going to be one in 12 and one in 20. Hear, hear this, all people. Give ear, all inhabitants of the world, both low and high, rich and poor together. My mouth shall speak wisdom. The meditation of my heart shall be understanding. I will incline my ear to a proverb. I will solve my riddle to the music of the lyre. Why should I fear in times of trouble when the inequity of those who cheat me surrounds me, those who trust in their wealth and boast of the abundance of their riches? Truly, no man can random another or give to God the price of his life. Mm -hmm. For random of their life is costly. 
and can never suffice, that he should live on forever and never see the pit. For he sees that even the wise die, the fool and the stupid alike must perish, leave their wealth to others, their graves are their home forever, their dwelling place for all generations thought they called lands by their own name. Man in his pomp will not remain, he's like the beasts that perish. This is a path of those who have foolish confidence, yet after them people approve of their boasts, like sheep they are appointed from soul. Death shall be their shepherd and upright, shall rule over them in the morning, their form shall be consumed in soul, and no place to dwell, but God will ransom my soul from the power, for he will receive me. Be not afraid when a man becomes rich, when the glory of his house increases, for when he dies he will carry nothing away, his glory will go down after him. For those, while he lives, he counts himself blessed, until you get praises when you do well for yourself. His soul will go to the generations of his father, who will never again see light. Man in his pump, yet without understanding, is like the beast that perish. Like you said, they say that twice. Say it twice. All right. So I, I'm going to try, and I know he kind of buzzed through it, and you can, and that's kind of the joy of being able to read it out of NLT. It's it's kind of it. it it, it reads real easy and real quick. All right, so what would you say, Mike, and I'm just going to put you on the spot, what would you say is the is the thought in Psalm 49 in there? Can you sum it up at all? What I think it sums up, like in that everything, is your, uh, where you going when you die. And okay. if we go to verse 17 in the King James, it says, For when he dies, he shall carry nothing away. His glory shall not descend after him. Good. So what you're leaving is your legacy, the type of person you are, and what you want to be remembered as. What are you going to be remembered as? Say that again. I'm going to write that down. You leave your legacy? Yeah. Yeah. You leave your, uh, uh, your, uh, I don't know, I forgot. Okay. I'm writing some stuff down here. You leave your legacy. Ideas and who you are. All right, sorry about that, guys. When I hear something good, I like to write it down. All right, so Mike, um, so we read this last night at Bible study, Psalm 49, verses 1 through 20, and I and I um, subtitled this servant leadership. So Mike talked about you're not going to take anything with you. The only thing you could take with you are your friends. So let's write that down too. Or people that you've told uh, about Jesus. So I'm writing that down. All right. They say this twice in Psalm 49. Write this down for you guys that are taking notes. 49.12, man in his pomp, that means in his glory, will not remain. And I'm going to read this and you're going to find it. It shows back up in 20. And I didn't notice that it said it twice until I was sitting there. Me and Mike were in my Bible study room. I was sitting there, and I was looking at my Bible like this, and I seen it, and I said, because I, I told Mike, I said, let's read Psalm 49.20. And then after I read Psalm 49.20, I looked up at the top of my page in my Bible, reading out of King James Bible, and I said, 49.12. I said, this is the same thing in 49.12 as it does uh, 49.20. 
So the two say the same thing. Uh, and I sent it to Gary Harden last night. Sorry, Gary, I sent it to you a couple months late. But we had so many things going on. There's so many people there. I want you to take this with you. I want you to take this with you today. This is about servant leadership, manhood, celebrating God's design. All that stuff. This is God's design uh, for mankind. So here it is. Man in all his pomp or all his glory will not remain. He is like the beast that perish. And if you go to 20, it says basically the same thing. Man in his pomp yet will, without understanding, is like beast of the perish. What does he mean when he said in verse 20, if he's without understanding, he's like the beast uh, that will perish? The only thing different between you and, a, and an animal, you're both going to the dirt, but people that are saved, their souls are saved, are going to heaven. You're not taking with you your degrees. You're not taking your money with you. You're not taking your, you know, whatever your looks or whatever or all your muscles, in Mike's case, muscle. What you're taking with you are just kind of what I wrote down here. Uh, you're taking, or you're leaving, I'm sorry, you're leaving behind your legacy, uh, your ideas, and who you are with your friends. So get saved. Don't worry so much about your glory. Because the next subject we're going to, I have two subjects in here. Servant leadership and the next is strength through humbleness. Be a humble person. You know, go around tooting your horn. Mm. You need to tell everybody what you're doing. You need to tell everybody how great you are. You don't need to tell everybody, you know, you're the best thing since sliced bread. You don't need to tell everybody you're all that in a bag of chips. You don't need to tell everybody... You know everything. You don't have to win every argument. As a matter of fact, you don't have to argue. You know, I, I found that out in my life. I don't spend. I don't know that I spend much time. My wife would probably tell you this. I don't hardly spend any time arguing with anybody about anything. You don't. You just. Uh... I, I I don't. I I you know I've argued and fought all my life until I was saved. And now I don't spend any time arguing with anybody because it doesn't produce anything. So if you and I would spend less time arguing, here's, here's the problem. I discovered this a long time ago. The human being has such a strong desire to be right that it's almost embarrassing. Who cares if you're right? You think it's going it's gonna to change life as we know it just because you're right and you won the argument? Anyways, this is just me thinking out loud. Don't worry about arguing. It doesn't do anything. You want to produce something, teach people the Bible. Teach people kindness. Teach people how to take care of their... Here's what I told my daughter. This is what I tell Keelan all the time. Take care of your physical health, your mental health, and your spiritual health. And everything else will take care of itself. Make sure you don't leave any of those three things out. Um, and get back to the scriptures here. Uh, you go back to... That number 20 there, and it says the lesson taught in this sounds simple. Man cannot redeem itself Amen. of his might or the majority or wealth. Christ is the only one who can redeem the soul. And he does this by his precious shed of blood. Redeem the soul. Redeem. 
Redeem the soul. Can I spell? I just want to know. Look at this mess. R -E -D. The soul. Yeah, you got it. I hit, I'm hitting two keys at the same The soul. Oh. Uh, uh. Is that right? Yeah. Christ can only redeem the soul. Am I pretty good at spelling? You're getting there. Deb Mays is, is an excellent Bible study teacher. The Lord God so loves a humble servant. And Deb is. She's a... She is the Deb Mays has become the have Bible will travel guru on losing weight. Did I tell you that? Yes, you did. And she is walking around in her brand new shirt, which I thought I've never seen one like it. <laughs> yeah. It just hit, and and you've seen all these shirts and they're wonderful. But Deb had one on, and she said her brother bought it for her. It said Jesus, and said Messiah, it said you know all these different names that Jesus has all over uh, that shirt. Now, it was just a, a, a wonderful display of the new person that Deb is, not only in Christ Jesus, but how her health has changed. And I don't know, maybe Deb can just give us a two-minute testimony on how God has changed her life and changed her Ooh. outlook and changed her yeah, she's the whole brilliant. thing. And, and, and the other young lady that was there last night what a, uh, and did you say her name was Kim or Kathy? Kathy, isn't it? Kathy. Kim. 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 And it's uh, Nicole Witter's friend. And I, I'm not going to say anything about her. I don't want to uh, blow her testimony, but it's just going to be, she said she was going to do it in a two-minute testimony. Oh, it could be one of the most awesome testimonies out there. Yeah. It is just fabulous. So, anyways, we had a lot of great things going on. So, the, the thing that makes you different than an animal uh, that those who are born again is going to end up in heaven um, and you can't take anything with you and uh, all the pomp that you do have Mike and you have a lot you won't even be taking that with you in all your glory yeah. did you know that? <laughs> so understand that the beast will perish but you and I who are born again in Jesus Christ will not amen Amen to that. Can we read just Ephesians here? I was, that's where I was headed, Ephesians. Yeah, but this is it. Okay, for by grace you have been saved. And that is not of yourself, it is a gift from God. So that's how you get saved. And actually, it's funny that you said we're going into Ephesians, because that's where I was going next in my study, about yes. servant leadership. Servant leadership. Uh, go to Ephesians 5, 22 through 32. And I'm going to read that. I'm just reading it out of NLT today. And it's probably not going to sound anything like what you're reading. But we'll go back and we'll study it in my King James Bible. Um, just kind of fun to read it this way. Um, wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. For the husband is head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church. His body and is himself his Savior. Now as, as the church submits to Christ... So also, wives uh, should submit in everything to their husbands. So I'm going to ask you, so all you ladies uh, all, that have husbands that are watching the show today, send us a picture, your favorite picture of your husband, so we can put it on the screen this weekend and celebrate manhood. You know, regardless, it's maybe it's a picture of him chopping wood, or maybe it's a picture of him with the kids, or maybe it's a picture of him... 
whatever he's doing at work or whatever. I just want to celebrate that. So if you can share that, I would love to be able to put his picture up and just kind of celebrate uh, your favorite picture uh, of your guy. Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself for her, that he might sanctify her, having cleansed her by the washing of water with the word, so that might, so that he might present the church to himself a splendor without spot or wrinkle or any such thing, that she might be holy and without blemish. In the same way, husbands should love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. Um, for no one has ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes it and cherishes it, just as Christ does the church, because we are the members of his body. Therefore, uh, let's get two more verses. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. Mm -hmm. This is a mystery that is profound, and I am saying that. It refers to Christ and the church. All right. I want to talk about this. So this is our last little chunk on servant leadership, and then we're going to go into uh, strength through humbleness. Servant leadership here. There's two things that I wanted to share with you. I think I wrote them down. That these these I want to tandem these two verses. Now the first one I didn't read. It's five two. It's Ephesians five two and Ephesians five twenty five. Stay with me. I know I'm kind of sound like I'm all over the map on this today, but stay with me on this, Mike. I'm going to have you read Ephesians five two, and I'm going to have you read Ephesians five twenty five. And walk in love, as Christ also has loved us, and has given himself for us, an offering and a sacrifice to God for our sweet smell and Savior. All right, stay there for just a second. So, servant leadership, in order for this guy to be respected in his home... He has to learn how to walk in love. He has to get the love walk down. And when he gets the love walk down, that will not only be attractive to his wife and his family, but for everybody else around. He'll have the respect of the people in his community, his workplace, and his family, and his church. And then from there, uh, he has an opportunity to lead by example um, the spirit of God living in him. Go to 525 too, sir. Husband, love your wife, even as Christ has also loved the church and gave himself for it. All right. Read that one more time. Husband, love your wife with the kind of love God has, mm -hmm. even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it. Okay. My pastor taught me this. And it, and it still sticks with me today. This is years ago, before me and Vicki got married. I need to be able to love my wife even when she is unlovable. Oh, wow, yeah. He told me that. And, and, and what that means is maybe you have a conflict going on. Maybe you don't agree on something. Maybe it could be something as simple as cutting the grass, weeding the garden. Whatever it is, uh, you can get into it. But I have to be able to love my I have to be above all that stuff and be able to love my wife even if she's hard to love that day or maybe myself, mm -hmm. vice versa. 
And the way I do that is to get the love walk down. And that's going to take us into this second segment of the study uh, about being humble, strength through humbleness. Um, so if you understand what I said, say amen, and then we'll start talking about humbleness. Here's the second question uh, of the day. What is being humble? What, and we talked about that, and we talked about the foot washing and, and all of that yesterday. Do you have a, a, a picture or something that you can share with uh, the listeners and the watchers there today what your version of humbleness is, Mike? Humbleness is when you accept the Lord and you've broken down and you start over again, to me. Uh, let's see, uh, just like we were talking about communion, you know, we just had it last week. And then you go through ritual of uh, the bread. Well, you can actually take that and break it. I break it maybe two, three times, four or five pieces. And it's so close to feeling what Christ Christ had experienced that uh, it just opens your eyes, opens your heart, and just really get that great feeling again about knowing Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Okay. Well, that's a, re a, a very realistic interpretation of... Yeah, you're breaking that bread, you feel the pain, you feel the love that he's doing for you. Mm -hmm. Don't you also feel the, the power that you have through that? Yeah. yeah. So that do things that never thought you would to be able to do. You do, it. you do, and I hope... Let's just pray for that right now. Would you just pray for all those people who are watching the show or listening to the show today? that they would understand the power that they have in Christ? Would you just pray for yes. them right Dear now? Dear Heavenly Father, just thank you for all your wisdom, your thank guidance, you, and your love. Thank you, Lord. Without you, we're nothing, and uh, you've given us all so much to be happy for, so be grateful for. But to know you, to love you, and understand, and have that relationship that we do have with you, that we can enjoy 24-7, we just want to pray and thank you. Thank you for all your blessings, for all your healings, for all the praise reports going out there, and for all the love and bondage mm -hmm. that you uh, took us away from. In your precious name, we pray. Amen. Amen. And share that today with your friends. That can encourage them. All the power that you have uh, from Christ we need to celebrate today. And, and let me just talk about a couple of them before we move on. Stay with me, guys. The power for healing, the power to get healed, the power to love, the power to walk away from an argument, the power to love people who are unlovable, the power to get new jobs, the power to be rich and successful, the power to overcome the, the wiles of the devil. Mm. Remember, yeah. all that is possible through Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. He's going to give you the drive. He's going to give you the determination. He's going to give you the, the energy. He's going to give you the resources uh, to lay hands on the sick and have them be healed. Mm -hmm. and, and trust and believe that the power of God is working through, through you and through your friends and through your family. Watch this now. Connect. Watch this. Connect with the team and the Holy Spirit.
there's power in numbers. Connect with the team and connect with the Holy Spirit. I call the church the team. Yes, uh, yeah. Get on the team. Mm -hmm. Get involved. Serve. Be served. Love. Be loved. Celebrate. Congregate. Worship. Encourage. Mm -hmm. Get around those who are grown in Christ. Amen to that. Stay away from people who are downers, people who are not encouragers. Stay away from people who are always broke, always spiritually broke, financially broke, and get around people that thrive and are successful. And you'll find out uh, that as iron sharpens iron, one man sharpens another. Could you continue and read that 26 and 27? I think I clear up a lot of stuff with the commentary on your... On uh, Ephesians? Yeah. Okay, let me get there. Ephesians 5. Uh, la, 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 la. Let's see if I can find it. Let's see, I'm coming, guys. I'm going slow. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, I'm we're almost there. Right. Uh, almost. This, I think this. Uh, All right. Mike said Ephesians 5. What'd you say? 26 and 27. 26 and 27. Where we were. Um, that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of the water uh, by the word. Did you say 26 and 27? Yeah. That he might present to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but it should be holy and without blemish. Okay, so what it speaks to there is view the presentation of the church, the perfect holiness. Actually means the word washes and cleanses. Amen. You say the word washes and cleanses one Exactly as water. In Christ, it is Christ Himself is to pre, uh, present the church into itself, made possible by the cross. So, what? So, yeah. So, I just thought that what that washing, that's the washing of the word. I think. You know, that, being humble, when you first, before you became a Christian, you thought, you know, I'm, if I, you know, once you start thinking about becoming a Christian, thought about start really getting into believing, you thought, well, I'm not gonna be one of them Christians that's right out there, and everybody I see, I'm gonna start throwing it at them, you know? Right, right. You know, I mean, I'm gonna, you know, as you read on and become more involved with I, Christ, you want to. I agree. You know, and that's when you humble yourself and alert, or. Another word. I agree. When you agree, when you can go out there and start talking to someone about Christ. I agree. And you, and you have to and you have to do it in, in a state of humbleness. Yeah. You have to do it not not righteous, not not. I mean, you are righteous in Christ, but not with a righteous attitude, uh, or, or or a haughty attitude, or an arrogant attitude. But be humble, be a servant. You know, I was thinking about that when uh, my my cousin Susan. I don't know if she's watching the show this morning, but. She came over and brought my dad a bunch of food, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, and she brought some flowers and brought some food and all that. And I thought, man, what a great 
attitude. What a great servant's mm -hmm. heart to want to serve others uh, and try to put yourself in their shoes. Mm. Uh, so I know there's a lot of people that are out there right now that are going through things, and uh, I, I'm gonna pray. I'm gonna pray for you personally right now uh, that that we just we all get a humble attitude. Lord, we just pray for a humble attitude. And those who are going through a rough spot, Lord God, know that you got them in the palm of your hand, mm. and you're and you're working with them, and you're and you're teaching them, and you're molding them, and you're helping them along. So I pray that. They feel that, and uh, we understand what true humbleness is in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I got a question for you. Yes. Before you were saved. Oh Lord. All right. Yeah. I guess you didn't give a whole lot of thought to God, but did you ever think you'd go out and tell people about the Lord? Uh, not till it was right before I got saved. I I knew that God was on me. Yeah. And, and I, I really at that point didn't even, so let's say I got saved in whatever it was. I, I think it was 2000. I felt the presence of God coming on me like uh -huh. back in late of 97. Yes. I could tell that God was on me. And I thought someday that I probably would be, as I got closer to my born again date, I, I really felt God using me. Yeah. That I was going to start telling people. Yeah. So uh, now if you had asked me, you know, 30 years ago, no, I would have never dreamed I was going to tell people about God because I didn't care about anybody and I didn't yeah. care about God. But after I got born again, yeah. So I'm, I'm delighted to, to be a, a, an instrument, a vessel in his hands to um, to do some great stuff for him. And I think we can do that. Uh, and the Bible says even greater things. So let's turn into strength through humbleness. This is the second part of the study. This is all about celebrating God's design. Strength through humbleness, Proverbs 22.4. So, actually, there's there's some bonus footage. I don't even think Gary knows this yet. But right after this 22.4, there is some uh, really good, uh, there's two verses after this. Uh, I promise I'll get there. I'm kind of, here it is. 22.4. By humility and fear of the Lord are riches, honor, and life. Let me read it again. By humility and fear of the Lord are riches, honor, and life. So we kind of talked about that. You really don't you really don't understand what the benefits of being a Christian are until you get humble. It's not about how many things you can gather, it's about how God, let me say it this way so we can understand. Let's say this is me and you. Let's just, I'll use this cup of coffee here. When you become humble and, and you have reverent fear for the Lord, watch this, Mike, God's grace and mercy, love, uh, and all things good from heaven start to fall on you and they cover you and you start to receive all these all these riches and all this peace and all this sanity and all this contentment and all this love and then it fills me so much and covers me so much watch this Mike I got to go out 
and I got to go share it with somebody else. Amen. Amen. And then, and and then this guy comes along, and then I can I can share it with him. And then when he gets that same feeling, everything that's God pouring it out, he's become humble. He gets all the riches and the honor of of God and His kingdom and His plan for mankind. See, let let me take you here now. Watch this. I'm on something. God's plan for mankind originally was to be in the garden with his kids. He's trying to get you and me back in the garden, uh -huh. back in that state. And that only comes through peace in Jesus Christ. Yes, it does. It? That's, watch this. That's when, okay, I'm going to start preaching. That's when the riches start to flow. That's when the blessing starts to flow. That's when the confusion is cleared up, and that's when the glory of the Lord is not only on you, but shining through you. Amen to that. Absolutely. You don't have to, there's no more, no more gains, no more trying to get over, no more jealousy. I got, watch this, Mike. I got contentment in the Lord because I've, watch this, because I've humbled myself, humility, and, and I fear the Lord. Now I got, watch this, his honor and his riches on me. Mm -hmm. Wow. The riches of heaven. You know, that's actually the way Jesus told his disciples to pray. On earth as it is in heaven. Mm -hmm. Riches, honor, glory, peace, contentment, all from the the heavenly franchise to be poured out on your soul. So look at yourself here this morning like this cup. God is wanting to not only cover you and take care of you, but he's wanting to take the lid off and fill you full of his glory. Amen. It may be empty, but once he fills it, you'll be filled with glory. You're filled to the top yeah, with sure. God's goodness. So, so be humble. Don't worry about where everybody thinks you are. Don't worry about how many friends you got or how many Facebook likes. or Don't worry about all that. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to humble myself before the Lord and letting him know I'm ready to be a servant and then watch, it, watch the, the heavenly riches and honor mm -hmm. flow over me and fill me up. Yes, sir. That's all it. through the spirit of humility. It's nice to be humble, isn't it? Yes, it is. And you don't always have to be the loud mouth out there. You know what? We all, uh, well, not all of us, but I know I need to be more humble. Amen. So you know good. what I mean? That's, uh, that's to be. Uh, and what I mean by that is, uh, you ever met a big shot? Every day. Not well, yeah. Look pretty close. You can yeah. bump into one, can't you? Yeah. You can drive around and bump into a big shot. They don't even have to say it either. You can just look at him. The way he drives, the way he acts, and pulls up next to you and everything. Yeah. He's a big shot. Likes looking in the mirror while he's driving, doesn't he? <laughs> so, uh, I'm going to humble myself today, and I pray that you will. Mike, it's time for us to rock and roll out really? here. Pray for everybody who is out there. And hope they get to. And if you have pictures of your man, send them up. We're going to show them on the board today or this weekend and talk about all the wonderful guys we got in this church and how God designed them to be the leaders of their house and their 
communities and their church. Yes, sir. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus. thank you so much. Thank you for allowing us to be here this morning. Spread your word and gospel thank with you, Pastor Lord. Pat did so well. Yes, you continue to bless this church and this congregation. Yes, that you heal us, cleanse us, get to know you on a more personal term. Because you're the only one, true one, that knows everything and still loves us. We ask that you continue to heal and comfort and give strength to those going through any situation. We just love you so much and want you to know and we'll praise you forever. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, all right. Well, you heard from uh, Pastor Pat, uh, Mike Sr., and the power of the Holy Spirit uh, talking about celebrating God's design. Uh-huh. Hope to see you this weekend. Remember, we are in Father's Day month. Uh, so hopefully you'll get to a church near you. Remember two things. Jesus loves you and I love you. Have a great day. Have a great day in the Lord, guys. We'll see you later. God bless you.